What's up, dogs? Woof, 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 woof. What the hell's going on with that? I'm not some sort of hip-hop artist. Did I just generalise about hip-hop artists and making dog noises? I don't I don't think I've actually heard any of them make... Oh, maybe Snoop Doggy Dog Dog. Little puppy. Little, my little puppy Snoop. Um, hey, my name's Bronny. Uh, you're, listen, you're listening to Bronny Bothers. It's been a month since the last one. What's the deal with that, you ask? Well, Daniel Papek's... Papek, Papek Bags episode was so long I had to take a month off just to let, uh, let the audience digest it, I guess. Um, oh, what's been going on lately? Uh, uh, I got just, just bought a new guitar, so I'm going to rush this bloody episode out so that I can go play it, because it's more exciting than, than talking to myself, uh, which will eventually turn into talking to you guys, so I guess that's alright. Um, I went on tour with a guy named Colin Moore, I also played with a hero of mine named Bushwala. Um, that's what's been going on this month, the tour with Colin Moore was the first time myself and my pal, my percussion playing pal, Easy, were back together properly for once, just the two of us, uh, for the first time in 18 months, and we played four shows over that weekend and had a blast, it was good times, and we went to Rye and got really drunk and uh, played probably sloppier than we should have, but entertained a whole lot of people eating Mexican. And we had free margaritas all night. It was delicious. It was great. Also, update on the Folk Song of the Year. Uh, it's still going, but I'm now in the top 25. Did I already mention that? I don't know. I'm in the top 25. We find out on November 30th. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, I'll keep you posted how that, how that turns out. Today's episode is with Kenny Eng. I spent a month looking at life from the Kenny Engel as I slept on his couch in San Diego and he's one of my heroes because he's a dear friend and a great songwriter, singer, guitar player and he played with me a bunch of times, he learnt all my songs in one night and just played all these shows with me. He's a killer dude with a killer attitude towards just living, love the guy and you're going to love him because this is him now. I don't know why I do what I do, I don't know why I say what I say. I don't know where I'll be in a minute, but I'll call you when I get there. I don't know why I do what I do. I don't know why I say what I say. I don't know where I'll be in a minute, but I'll call you when I get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an eight letter. No, it's a nine letter. Yeah. Both of the triple words. The triple word scores in it. So it was just crazy. It was just ridiculous. I'm jealous. I, t- I took photos of my big ones. What was that? I took photos of my big ones, screenshots. <laughs> I, I once took a photo of me. I play my mom in, in Words with Friends, and she just beat me, actually. But um, I play my mom, and, yep. I, and I played the word ing on her, and I was like, In your face, mom! <laughs> it's in your last name, ing. Yeah, it's in my last name, ing. And she's like, you're welcome. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't get to play that word. Uh, did you? Oh, she beat you though on that game. Mm-mm. Oh, I definitely won that game, but she beat me on the last one. I am um, by my, a lot. My biggest was Jingo. Jingo. Oh, I don't know right. what it means, but I saw my letters there and threw them up. Jingo. Threw them up. Everything went great. Is that an Australian? Is that like a Australian word? Yeah, Jingo's ain't my baby. Yeah, the Jingos. <laughs> and Jingo was his name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with Kenny Ang. Everybody, what's up, everybody? So it's ing? Ing. Oh, E-N-G. That's me. Oh, are we starting already? Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. I had no idea. Good thing I didn't say something really offensive about aboriginals. <laughs> uh, it sounds like he's hanging shit on me, but he's actually been the most accommodating. <laughs> he's uh, 
got in his car yesterday <laughs> until we're done with this and then it's just like <laughs> see ya brownie brownie <laughs> i got in kenny's car yesterday and he was totally racist and put uh credit racist on. <laughs> yes nationalist actually i was being nationalist i guess yeah nationalist sorry so, so racist has more impact right right racist mm. is racist is more offensive in america than i would i would imagine than it well i don't know maybe maybe that's not is that is that true no uh, i don't know i mean what if you came over to my house how mm. would you feel this is how little of a deal it was that you played crowded house uh-huh. you came over to my house and i'd be like make you feel at home buddy put on some beatles <laughs> well but the beatles are from from england oh, well, that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying what you did there <laughs> yeah I see what you did there. I was slow on the uptake. Yeah. Whew. Wow, that was sad. Yeah, I mean, it. Well, it could have been. It could have been one of three things. You could have played, you know, the Beatles or fucking. Excuse me, freaking Eric Clapton. You can or swear if you want. Like it's not that. a big deal. Okay. Um, <laughs> you could have played, you know, somebody from England since my last name is Ng. Oh, yep. You could have played somebody from China since I'm Chinese. That's true. I could have gone many angles. Or you could oh, have angles. Angle, if you angles. Will. <laughs> you could have gone very many angles. <laughs> <laughs> you sound Australian when you say that. Thank you. That, that's how you should gauge, like when you, you know how people like get into their accents with yeah. a certain phrase? Uh-huh. You that's should the, say, uh-huh. Kenny Ng coming at you from different angles. 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 <laughs> Kenny Ang. Angles. Uh. Kenny Angles with the jangles. <laughs> <laughs> playing jingo 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 ingo um it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be my australian so how, did, how did you hear about crowded house how did i hear about crowded house who i mean if anybody has ever been uh to like an 80s throwback party or anything <laughs> like that you've heard don't dream it's over at one point okay and then everybody well to be honest i i never really paid much attention to the song until mm. i moved down to san diego and i saw my good friend and um I guess Australian transplant. Now, yeah. uh, he's Isaac, been on the show. Yeah, Isaac, uh, and um, he would play the song all the time at the open mic that I would go to, um, and every time he would play it, everybody in the place would just start singing the chorus. Really? Yeah, and it was just crazy. And I was like, I love that song. And I remembered that I loved that song after he started playing it. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to take that song from you. And I'm going to start using it and listening to it all the time. So you play it now? No, I don't Sometimes. play it. I have, I've you actually did? never played it. Oh. I don't think at like a real, you know, important show of mine. I just, I just like the song. Yep. Um, and um, sometimes when I get depressed, I, I, I listen to it like nonstop at work. Okay. Just like on just repeat. Just on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> is it like a, just a conscious decision you just go yeah. i'm depressed i yeah. gotta pack a crowded house today mm-hmm. actually yeah i mean i just sit there and i go you know what i feel like i'm in the the don't dream it's over phase yeah because it's like hopeful but also super cheesy yeah so i mean there's really i mean if you want to dive farther into your depression at that point that's the song to listen to. Okay. That and uh, what was the other one? Um, it was a song by Player uh, called "Baby Come Back." Okay, remember that song? Yeah. Baby, come back. Yeah. And it kind of fool could see that one. I love that song <laughs> when I'm depressed. 
Isn't it funny how like when we're sad or depressed, we tend to put on sad songs rather than putting on happy songs to make us happy? Uh, yes. It's also <laughs> hilarious because you think back at those times and I think back about the time when I got really sad and I listened to Baby Come Back yeah. like 40 times. I must have like tripled the number of YouTube plays this, yeah. this song had uh, for this particular user. And I, and I think back about it and I think back about how my coworkers were probably super annoyed with me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, and I say, you, you should thank Transformers the movie for that. <laughs> Um, so, how do I, like, why do I know you? I want to know your story. I don't like, know why do you know me. <laughs> like, I, ask my, I ask my friends and the people that I care about that question all the time. <laughs> why do you know me? I thought you meant, why does Bronny know me? Yeah. No, I mean... Just why, at family dinners. Do you guys know why Bronny... Why, why does Bronny know me? I mean, why do you guys know me? <laughs> I mean, why do you still know me after everything that has happened? But I mean, like, you know, I was coming to San Diego and I wanted to find a few like-minded individuals. Yeah. How did I come across you? Why did I? I, What's your story? I think, well, I mean, you were telling us the story last night and, hey, my girlfriend's home. Um, Hello. Wait, we should say, hey, baby, we're recording our podcast right now. Hey. Hi. It's just me. Bronnie's here. Bronnie's going to spend the night tonight, too. No, tomorrow night. Oh, tomorrow night. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, awesome. 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 Bloody great, mate. Bloody great. Bloody great. <laughs> Angle. <laughs> Angle. Angle. <laughs> um, how do you were telling us a story about how we met um and how we all kind of got connected last night. Yeah. You saw Gregory Page. Yep. And you saw Bushwalla, I think. Mm-hmm. And you decided to come to San Diego because it seemed like a great place. And then and then you met did you meet Rob first? No, originally I'm first year I was here all I only met Chad really. Oh, Chad. Okay. So so you met Chad and when you were here in San Diego through Chad, I met you at Lestats probably. Backstage, yeah. Ba- backstage and that's I when like, I offensively asked if you were Isaac's brother. Exactly. You you asked if I was Isaac's brother and I and Isaac's real brother was standing right next to me at the time, Ivan. And I looked at Ivan and I said, yes, I am Isaac's brother. <laughs> Ivan, nice to meet you. <laughs> I was actually really scared because I thought you were like fully offended. No, no, no. You were like, no, it's because I'm Asian. And I'm like, no, 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 That's not what I mean. <laughs> I've, got, I've gotten that from American people before. So okay. don't, don't. Shut you know. up, you're I, this is for an Australian audience, babe. Yeah, it's my podcast, not it's Kenny's. Bronny's, po- Bronny's podcast. I would say what I would call you what we decided that I would call you, if it, if we weren't on the podcast right now. Okay, yeah, yeah. But don't worry about the pronunciation. Okay, okay. You've said Brony and then Bronny. Yeah, <laughs> every time. Every time. Brony. I mean Bronny. Yeah, I say Bronny. Bronny. Mm, yep. It's the inflection in the O that's really mm-hmm. like the paper towels. Bronny. Paper towels. Mm. Paper towels. Like Bronny. Jingo. Like those. See, I thought you're, okay. Um, and then so the next year, but but after you came down to San Diego the first time, you've been here what three times? Now, mm, right? Yeah, this is the third okay, time. Okay, so after the first time you came down here, and you hung out with Chad a lot, um, you came down a, the second year, and that's when you started hanging out, um, with like Rob and yep. Dane and those kind of people, right? Yeah, that's right. And uh, and I remember I remember seeing you. And not really knowing that you had come back 
to San Diego for some reason, but I saw you and I gave you a big hug. That's right. And then that's when I think we started hanging out. Mm. Like, seriously, we just hanging felt out. each other's souls. Yeah, because but because but that's we kind had of a um, naked man hug in the middle of the street. <laughs> but that's uh, that's sort of my story. Oh, that's your story. Yeah, I want to know. Like, I wanted to go deeper. Like, why? Why do I know you? No, like. Okay, basically, I want to know, like, how did you get into music? It was just oh, a cool, oh, cool oh, fan. Like, why okay. do, why, why are you someone that I came across? Oh, got it. See, yeah? I thought you were speaking literally. No, why yeah. am I someone that I you came to speak, across? Yeah. Um, the other version. I I don't know. I mean, I've well, I mean, I played music for ten years. Um, piano. Was Not, that um? Can as a child. Yeah. Did your parents? Yeah, my parents made want me. you to made you. Yeah. Yeah. Which is something that's unique to me. No other Asian parents ever do that to their children. <laughs> I don't. Is a piano think, or violin? Right? Did you get a choice? No, it was a piano because well, my parents had a piano. Yeah. And they said to me, "Well, we have this piano, so someone's gonna l- learn how to play it." And did either neither of them? Know? Of, no, they, oh. they didn't want to learn how to play it. So they're like, "Hey, you know, you owe us a lot, and I mean, we don't make you pay rent yet, so you learn." And I was like five i think wow so <laughs> i'll pay rent <laughs> <laughs> i'll take the rent <laughs> sign me up in the textile factory um <laughs> uh, so anyway i started playing playing piano and then you know i really resisted it for a long long time yeah. and i you know i would intentionally fall asleep at my piano lessons just to offend the piano teacher and wow. my parent my mom would get really really annoyed with me about that and I decided, um, you know, maybe midway through high school, uh, secondary school. Yes. Secondary. Wow, midway through you. secondary school. I'm, you know, I, I know some things. You're, anyway. well, you're easily the, the, absolutely the most accommodating. Thank you. You're always like, I'm always trying to, you know, when in Rome, say mocha. I'm always trying to do mocha. that for you people. <laughs> for <laughs> you people. And no one, re- no one reverses anything for me, but you do. <laughs> Um, so anyway, what was I? Okay. So yeah, I was, I was halfway through secondary school and I, and I thought to myself, well, you know, maybe piano wouldn't be such a bad thing to know how to do because I was learning music theory. And by then I had a different piano teacher that was really cool and, Uh and could teach me a lot of really important things. But I decided that I didn't want to play piano anymore. I wanted to take guitar lessons from this guy. And unfortunately I didn't continue on past the point of making the decision to to take guitar lessons from him. I just stopped going mm. and I taught myself how to play guitar and I went to uh, university. Oh, right. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> <coughs> and, uh, and uh, I, I started writing songs at school there. And so once I had decided that I wanted to play songs instead of, you know, play pieces on, yeah. as opposed to on a piano, then yep. I, um, then I came down to San Diego and, 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 you know, tried to make a name for myself. Where were you before that? Uh, Northern California. Okay. In Davis. Well, I, I played, um, I, I went to school in Davis and then I, I grew up in the Bay area and by San Francisco. Sorry, you were born in Davis. I was born in, I was born in Oakland in the Bay area, uh, in the San Francisco Bay area. And then I went to school in Davis, which is a, a small town kind of outside the capital of California. Yeah. Um, and then I came down to San Diego, which is, you know, eight. So you came down to San Diego because you were getting into music, right, music. Right. Mm-hmm. Did you know that that was where it was kind of at for you? Kind of. It was more about, 
being close to LA, but not being in LA because yeah. I had heard a lot of horror stories about musicians going to LA, you know, not really knowing what they're doing and then just getting lost in the shuffle. Yep. And, uh, I didn't, want to i wanted to develop myself a little bit further before i went into la and started trying to do that whole thing yep and i d definitely don't want to live there because i think the like air quality is the worst in the united states or something like that so yeah. that's that's a major deterrent <clears throat> yeah so uh yeah so i went to uh i went to uh my friends i think there's sorry just to cut you off there's a song by an australian band called mm -hmm. friends will roam and they sing the line, you can't drink the water in Sydney, you can't eat the food in Japan, you can't breathe the air in Los Angeles, although a million people think that they can. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> I have a, actually, I wrote a song about LA kind of along the same lines, I think. I mean, you, what you were talking about, I think is a little bit more metaphorical than I was getting, but like the, uh, like the whole idea behind LA and the dreams that you can develop in LA is such a fabrication, really, because there's a million people that think that they they can do the exact same thing that everybody else is doing. They, mm -hmm. they can be an actor, they can be a, a musician or whatever the case may be. And I, at one point I was driving up to LA maybe three times a week to play shows up there. And yeah. it, it was Three fun. times a week? Yeah, it Shit. was crazy. It's, you know, it's a two hour drive up there. And so mm. I, I was on my way up there one day and I was looking out my car window and i saw a bunch of bugs splattered on the window and i was like thank goodness the windows are rolled up because then all these like little things i would get lost and you know with with all these little flies just splattered all over windshields and stuff like that and so that that became a song you know i i took that metaphor or that line or that imagery or whatever and turned it into i turned it into one of my songs that i play all the time now yeah with my band yeah yeah it's called mm -hmm. the angels the angels that's yeah. the city of angels well yeah los yeah. angeles <clears throat> yeah yeah um you said something that i wanted to fucking touch on but i now i've lost it yeah i can re-say all of that <laughs> <laughs> that's all right um oh, it'll probably come back to me but you seem to be um oh so sorry that's right i wanted to so you're not going up there three times a week anymore no obviously no, no. well I know, I know that yeah i you know i I'm not going up there three times a week anymore. In fact, I haven't been up there for almost a year and a half now, and and I want to go back. The mm. thing is, I I started trying to develop the band side of yeah. of my music, yeah. and and I would like to have a better idea of what that sounds like and have a full, yeah. you know, produced album and all that kind of stuff before I go back up there. I mean, I have two EPs now, mm -hmm. but yeah, I would like to have a full on. Well produced, you know, something that I'm really, really proud of yep. and something that I feel like has been crafted really well before I go back up there again and really start hitting it hard. Yeah. That's something that I, that I find to be really different here is that like um, bands or artists back home tend to, the moment they start, they need to right. release a release like really well made CDs and stuff when they're not really ready to like right, they'll, right. they'll get a producer and they'll get and they'll right. just with these half written songs and mm -hmm. and uh, it seems like here there's there's people of equal or even better caliber like yourself who take a long time to like to to work towards where they're ready to make that you know that album that you want to make it seems right. like you're all much more patient and willing to grow yourselves rather mm -hmm. than like mm -hmm. we seem to be like and i'm guilty of it i've you know i released two really shitty eps because i was just like 
got to do it, got to do it. And yeah, then, yeah. And then, like, now I just wish they didn't exist, you know? Yeah, you know, to be honest, I did the same thing. Not to say that, I mean, I'm sure you don't feel that your, your albums are not good. I think you probably think oh, that there's two, a lot of... Those two EPs are horrible. Oh. <laughs> the well, two that you know of oh, okay. aren't the ones that I'm talking oh, okay, about. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. I like those ones. Okay, good, good. <laughs> well, because I was like, I, I like your I like your second one that you gave me. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Wait, did I give you my second, the green one? I think I, well, no, I don't think you gave me that. I have the first one from last time you yeah, were here. Yeah. And the I'll, second one, I think I downloaded it. Okay. Um, or maybe I burned it. I'll Sorry, give you, I'll give you some money after that. No, I'll just that. give you one now. Um, oh, hey, look, it's Rob D's. Oh, you can answer that. Can I answer it on the on the thing? Yeah. Hold on. Let's see if we can get this. Hello? You guys recording your podcast yet? Um, we're recording it right now. You're on speaker and speaking into the microphone. Uh, <laughs> come over. Alright, I just gotta work so I gotta get out of my my hospital attire. Okay. And uh, I'll come over. Are you at your house? Yeah, we're at my house. Alright. Okay. All right, bye. Um, oh, so yeah, back to what you were talking about, about the EPs. I can totally relate to that. Okay. Because I did the same thing. And to mm. be honest, the only reason that I have like the kind of, yeah, the only reason that I have the kind of clarity that I do now about this, or at least I have the goal in mind to do what I'm doing is because I did the same thing. I had, yeah. I got here and you know, within six months I was like, I, you know, I got to make something, but I wasn't ready to make it. Yeah. And I had this pressure that I kind of artificially developed for myself. And yeah, I made these two EPs that I am not frankly crazy about. Yeah. And so after that, I, I mean, I released my last EP in January of 2010. Yep. And after that, I really took a step back and I said, you know, I really need to, I need to develop myself more. I need to write more songs. I need to, I need to hone my craft. I need to, you know, become a better musician and all sorts of things. Yeah. And I was watching um, a documentary about the Funk Brothers who mm -hmm. were a backing band or a studio band that did a lot of the Motown um, songs that yeah. came out of America in this, you know, 60s and 70s. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking about what they did and how a lot of those artists on, you know, the Motown record label were developed, you know? I mean, we, in this kind of day and age of instant stardom, you know, we've kind of lost sight of what it means to develop people as an Definitely. artist. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm kind of doing that for myself now. I'm acting as my art, my own A&R that's like putting yeah. in the time to do the, the development yep. before I, you know, really push the marketing piece. Yep. So, um, I mean, that's, that's kind of the reason why I decided to kind of put the LA thing on the back burner and even recording on the back burner just so that I had a better idea of what my sound was yeah. and I could write more songs and really have something really have options. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I didn't, I didn't want to pigeonhole myself and I didn't want to get myself into a situation when I, when I had no choices whatsoever. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. had to get something out. So well, that, that patience is like really commendable, really like, as you said, everybody's kind of, we live in the instant, instant fame sort of world at the moment. Yeah. And everyone's getting famous at 16. Yeah, and, I know. And like there's there's a girl I know back home. Um, 
and she kind of came to me for a little bit of advice and mm-hmm. she was and she's only 17 oh, yeah. and she was like uh, <clears throat> uh and i was just telling her just she's she's not very good at guitar oh. and i was saying you've just got to i mean if you want to go out and guitar be your only support mm-hmm. you should just really work on your guitar skills at the moment you've got a beautiful voice blah 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 you know how to write a catchy tune go home and practice the guitar or get someone to play for you mm-hmm. and she was like oh but i'm I need to get going now. And I'm like, right, dude, right. you are 17. Like, yeah, exactly. I know that it looks like that, you know, Gabriella Chilmy's massive and, <laughs> yeah. and Justin Bieber's yeah. doing his thing, but I you know. don't have to worry about it. I know. And so hearing that from you is just kind of pushing that home. And that's, and you're already to me an amazing musician and you're still saying, oh, thank you. I'm going to wait and hone my craft. And, and, um, and, and also on, on the fact that you're an amazing musician, you seem to be like the guy here. I mean, I reckon I saw you play with, five other people before i even saw you play a kenny ing set oh jeez! like you and even the other night yeah. when i saw you a guy just came up and said kenny you want to play on this one and you're yeah. like all right <laughs> you yeah. didn't even know what you were playing what's what's that like to be like everyone's well everyone's guy I, you know uh i get called a whore a lot really music whore music whore yeah and the other whore too. in a negative sense or just no, in, a, a joke? in a good sense yeah <laughs> yeah Ooh. that's actually how how my girlfriend and i who's standing over here doing dishes <laughs> not to reinforce any kind of stereotypes but uh, <clears throat> um, yeah oh that's awesome yeah yeah exactly I mm. yeah Thanks, babe. I'll give you some money later tonight for that. Um, yeah, so, I mean, like Ashley was saying, I, I play with a lot of different people, and I, I have kind of developed the reputation of um, being open to play with people on the first time of meeting them and, like, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, kind of out of out of nowhere. And I know that's how I kind of started playing with John Hull, yep. who I think has been on your podcast. And, yep. And uh, I played, you know, I just kind of, hang out at the open mics and jam on people's songs and people hear that you know i'm not bad i mean i i can get by and i'm i can pick up on songs much quicker yeah and much more quickly than and than a lot of people can which is something that i actually had to work really hard at i mm-hmm. you know i i anyway that's something that I, I worked on yep and um it feels good you know it feels good for people to say you know they saw me just jump on stage one day with you know somebody that they really enjoyed playing with or they enjoyed listening to and they saw me perform with them out of nowhere yeah you know completely impromptu improvised and i love that because for as long as i've been a musician and a guitar player i've wanted to be that kind of person that Mm -hmm. just like you know gets up and jams with people and people are like you know wow that was really cool like i can't believe you guys never practiced before yeah man that's crazy um and when, how often do you play with your band? I play... I've I, never seen him. I know. We're playing on Saturday. Cool. I'm there. You want to go? When? What's the date? Set? Oh, yeah. Saturday. Oh, in, during the day? During the day. Yeah, I got a gig in Benita. Uh, what time? Two o'clock. Oh, yeah. How are you going to get there? Rob. What time? Are you leaving? I don't know. Benita, I don't know how Benita, far it is. Benita. That's kind of far, but you can probably still make my set if you come. Is it early? Uh, yeah, I'm like at 12.45. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. See if I mean, we can make if you that work. Come, yeah. Um, 
And plus, you can just hop right on the freeway right afterwards. Yeah. Um, I play with my band maybe once, once or twice a month. Yeah. Yeah. Have they all got their own thing? Uh, yes, they are all much more talented musicians than I am. So they're in. That's the they're key. Very high. De- yeah, they are in very high demand. Yeah, it really is a key because I see people playing, you know, in in people's bands, and sometimes I wonder, like, you know. Well, I guess I should shouldn't say that. I what I mean to say is there would I would not enjoy be being in a band if my um musicians or the musicians that play in my band, you know, didn't push me to be better. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's like I think that's like the greatest thing in the world because mm. they push me so hard to be better cuz they are all amazing. Yeah. So That's exactly how I feel like I I spend a lot of time um in just bands like in rock bands where right. we were all kind of at the same level and that, mm-hmm. that it didn't really matter but when right. I when I wanted to get my own band together I it was a conscious effort to make sure like each Every, one of these yeah. people is infinitely more yeah, talented yeah, yeah. than I am definitely I, you can't I don't think it's even possible to do it without having people that are better than you yeah because you just you provide the songs and the yeah and they and provide the everything else. and they yeah they do everything else yeah. that's right yeah. um, you've been nominated for a couple of uh Couple of things. Awards? Yeah, here or there. I got. I think I, I lost to Josh D'Amigo yeah, last I year. I was there last 2000, year. 2000. Were you at the music awards? I was. Why don't I remember that? Um, had we we hadn't really. I don't think we'd had the mid street hug yet. But I would have noticed you. Maybe. I sat like over the other side. Oh, maybe that's why. <clears throat> I said hi to Josh and Rob at the start. Uh, about it. Got it. Got it. Got it. That must have been it then. Yeah. I yep. mean, I lost to Josh. Uh, for best acoustic last year, um, which is fine, um, and I've been nominated for a couple of other little things here and there. But you know, I think uh, the awards are nice. Yeah, and I I love being recognized for my work. Yeah, definitely. But uh, I think around that time I was falling into the trap of focusing on them a little bit too much. Yeah, you know, yep. I mean the validation is great and everything, but not what not what I'm in it for. Mm. We don't seem to have anything like that at home. Um, really? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've got the arias. Yeah, the arias, but they're huge. Oh right, right. So you need to be you, you need to, to be, be like, selling thousands of records yeah, and all over the radio to get that. one of them. Yeah. Um, whereas like San Diego Music Awards, uh, I don't I don't want to take anything away from them, but they seem much more achievable than yeah, yeah. something like the Definitely. arias. It's, it's like you as a city have your own arias. Yeah, and that. I mean, I Melbourne wish there was a have. Melbourne Music Awards, you know? You should start it, dude. <laughs> I should. I mean, seriously. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, do you have... Give myself all the well, awards. Well, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I mean, it, I think it takes, a, it takes a lot of work, obviously, and it takes yep. some serious connections with uh, you know, right. the scene. But, yep. man, that's a great way to build community. And to be honest, I think the community in San Diego for musicians is one of the things that makes it the most unique um it's why i came back really yeah i mean the people here despite the fact that we all want to achieve the same thing and we all may technically be well, i don't know if this is the right word but we may be competitors yeah for you know whatever it is that we're trying to achieve we all know each other we all care about each other and we yeah. all hope that one of us can succeed yeah somehow and that's like that's palpable man like when you when i walk into sailor stats uh-huh. when, even when i didn't know any of you guys it just you can tell that that's the case almost mm-hmm. everybody's got everybody's backs except at open mic 
because at open mic everyone's judging everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> like, who is this guy? Yeah. Really? Are, are, is this real? Yeah. What kind of backing track is that? <laughs> I remember the first open mic I went to was just because I'd heard a lot about the stats before I ever came here and then the first one I haven't been to such a bad one since but the first one was just really disgustingly bad there was a guy who was just bashing his e-string going blues (laughs) (laughs) and then stomping his foot oh my god I think I might know who that is really no 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 Tommy. Tommy's one of the nicest guys on the planet. He's like seriously one of the nicest guys. And he has some crazy camping, backpacking, wilderness stories. Yeah. That guy's crazy. Sometimes a crazy backpacking wilderness beard. Yes. All the time. I wish I could have that. I wish I could too. Um, But what were we we actually talking? Oh, Uh, Melbourne Music Awards. Yeah, Melbourne, yeah. Creating community. That's, that's, because I would love to do that. Mm -hmm. I know, I know a crap load of musicians in in melbourne mm-hmm. and I, there's like there's a lot of tiny groups like mm-hmm. friendship groups i guess mm-hmm. but there's not that real yeah. like i don't get the sense not of community as cohesive much. community yeah i mean i think we in san diego excuse me oh goodness um <laughs> we kind of have the same thing it's kind of divided up into clicks and genres like there's a yep. the acoustic music scene the rap scene the rock scene the uh, hip-hop scene i guess that's technically a rap scene too but yeah i mean we kind of have the same thing and yeah uh, but i think as long as you try to be as inclusive you know in terms of the selection and the categories and it's a really good way to open up the doors and and kind of open up people's eyes to the things that are around them you know to give mm-hmm. them a better perspective like a 360 perspective instead of like a 45 degree angle perspective yeah that's right so i mean it's something to look into by no means is it easy yeah. you know i we have um friends that have tried to make music awards that have in a sense tried to compete with the san diego music awards oh really yeah have you ever uh, have you met will edwards yet no. Oh yes, I have. Okay, so he 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 started something called the Hat Awards, which is honoring acoustic talent. And it was very, I mean, it was like a, a subcategory of the singer songwriter, you know, yep. group. Anyway, so he he created these, and he worked for a, um, a local publication, and um, uh, he uh, tried to make these Hat Awards happen, and he successfully did so for three years, but it just became too much like he couldn't do it anymore so Mm. it stopped which was a shame because it was a great it was a great little event that he put on every year yeah i saw the rob d's one right right album of the year is that right yeah album of the year yeah yeah it's hanging in his wall yeah have you won a hat award i have not won a hat you loser Hmm? i know (laughs) beaten again by josh domigo oh has he won some hats has he yeah of course and worn some yeah worn some won't stop wearing some Uh, um, do you have like a uh, when? How long ago was it that you moved down here? Four years. Oh, you've only been here four years. Yeah, two thousand. That's pretty impressive, though. That September, I can because I, I before I ever came, mm-hmm. I found on MySpace Twitter. Uh, twi- I found Twitter on MySpace. That's mm-hmm. right. I found on MySpace. <laughs> I found Jordan Reimer. Okay. Rob D's. Okay. Josh Domingo yeah. and Kenny Ng. Really? So like. And that was three years ago. That was three years ago. Yeah. 
Like, because I was looking at who, who I should reach oh, out. Oh, okay. who, who can I reach out to when I'm there or right, whatever. Right, right, right. Um, was I a dick? No, I didn't actually speak to oh, you. Okay, I didn't because okay. MySpace. I, I okay, got a response from Jordan. That's about it. Okay. Um, but uh, <laughs> so yeah, you were di- you're a dick. You didn't respond. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's impressive. Like that's one year into being here, and and when I typed in San Diego musician, I found you. Really? <laughs> yeah. That I, I'm surprised to be honest. I yeah. still don't think I'm that big of a deal here in San Diego. I'm I'm not that big of a deal. <laughs> I'm here. kind of a big deal. I, I'm I really am not. I <laughs> I just you know I just happen to be. I happen to be a lot of places. Yeah. A lot of people know you. Yeah. Some people recognize my face. I'm the only, well, I shouldn't say the only, I, well, maybe I can't say I'm the only, I'm the only Asian singer songwriter, solo singer songwriter in San Diego with long hair. Oh, okay. That's very specific. Right. (laughs) It's good. Thank you. Well, at least least you have something to hang your head on. I, well, Not you haven't had awards because you haven't won one. I haven't won one of those. I should clarify that. I'm the only male Asian singer. That group is just getting smaller as well. You'd (laughs) be like, they would be like, Bronnie being like, yeah, I'm the only Australian bearded here once a month kind of thing. Um, You know, and staying in the general North Park area, singer songwriter. On a couch. On a couch, drinking in Newcastle. (laughs) But I'm the only one. But I am the only one, I'm sure of it. Especially named Bronnie. Especially named Bronnie. And you're especially the only one named Kenny Engel. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have like a? F- uh, uh, we've got a. I know we've got a. It's going to be a short sort of episode. This one. I mean, it's long, but it's short in comparison because we've got to get to an open mic. And Rob well, Dees is about to arrive. Well, yeah, Rob's about to to get here, and I mean, there's really no rush to get to this one. I mean, there's not that many people that show up for it. Oh, okay, so, cool. So we're going to something really unpopular soon. No, folks. no, it's not that it's on. Unpo- it's getting more popular. I should is say it? that. Yeah, it it really is. It used to be. It used to be direct competition for Lestats, the other big acoustic singer songwriter open mic. Mm. Um, but that was when it was at Twigs, which is okay. a, a place across the street. And yep. You've been to Mueller before, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So. So Mueller or Twigs originally was a place where people like, you know, Jason Mraz and those kind of guys would start playing. And I think Jewel played there a couple of times and, you know, which they also played at Lestats too. But, you know, Twigs was the direct competition for Lestats. It was huge, you know, but then something happened with the location that they were in and they couldn't, they couldn't have their open mic there anymore. So now they're trying to build it back up uh, at this place across the street. Yeah. And so. Ah, oh, so John Chichunella, is that his name? Chikalela. Uh-huh. Chikalela. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, so he ran Twigs, did he? He ran Twigs. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I know. I knew him as the guy that ran Mueller. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit of history for you. Thank you. San Diego history. Look it up. Yeah. I'm getting um, educational. You won't find that on Wikipedia, I'm sure. You might, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true, maybe. Um, yeah, I wanted it to be a Bronny Bothers exclusive. Oh, okay but it's not now. You've told me it's probably on Wikipedia. Oh, sorry. Um, what do you think of Rob Dees? I love Rob Dees. Oh, Rob Dees is one of my closest really friends. Candid. Huh? I was hoping for some sort of candid joke. Oh, um, Rob Dees doesn't <laughs> think I'm very funny at all. Doesn't he? No. He, he actually, yesterday on the way home, I told him, I told him, Rob, why don't you think I'm funny? And he goes, I didn't, I didn't say that. I said, and he said, uh, you just said that. I said, no, I, that's the way that you make me feel. You make me feel that I'm not funny. And he said, that's not my fault. I'm like, well, you're not doing any better. He's like, I, I'm not going to try to make you feel something that you're not. And I said to him, okay, Rob, 
you can get out of my car right now and, <laughs> and walk the four and a half miles back to your house. Is that just insecurity because Rob's really funny? What? Is that insecurity because Rob's really... Because I think you're hilarious. Oh, thank you. I No, it's not insecurity because Rob's... Because every time I'm around him, he doesn't... He he, he goes, this guy's sense of humor. And I, I'm like, what, what is that supposed to mean? I mean, I feel like I have the same sense of humor as some people. I just, you know, it's just not the same as Rob's. So, Rob, if you're listening to this, which you probably are, you're not funny either, buddy. Okay, you're funny, but... I'm funny too, damn it. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Well, thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're a man among Asian men. <laughs> Thank you. I hope so. I'm six feet tall. I'm so going to, I'm growing truly to love a, you. a man more and more among Asian men. Soon I get to wake up in your house. It's going to be good. That's true. Tomorrow hopefully night. With a, hopefully with a kiss goodbye. Tomorrow morning. No, wait, two days from now. From you both. Will you both kiss me goodbye when you leave? Yes, I will. On the fore- forehead? No, on the lips. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow there's a i mean there's a brony fan joke right there yeah all right thanks man see ya i don't know why i do what i do i don't know why i say what i say i don't know where i'll be in a minute but i'll call you when i get there i don't know why i do what i do i don't know why i say what i say don't know where I'll be in a minute, but I'll call you when I get there. Yeah, yeah. I wrote your name upon my skin, yeah. To keep my wheels between the lines. There's Kenny Yang. What a guy. Did you guys find him funny? Because uh, he'd love to know that you found him funny. So jump on Twitter and uh, let him know that you just be like, hey, Kenny, screw what Rob D's thinks. I think you're pretty funny. Um, uh, this is really unprofessional, but I'm just double checking his uh, website address right now because I wouldn't want to send you to the wrong spot. I could press stop and then... Uh, delete this little audio file and then start again knowing exactly what his website is. But I found it. It's KennyYang.com. I stalled long enough to tell you that it's KennyYang.com. He's got a beautiful looking um, uh, website. I'm just looking at it now. I haven't been here in a while and it looks super modern. What have you done here, Kenny? It's beautiful. Such a beautiful website. Uh, the song that you're hearing below this is um, is a live from Lestat's song uh he recorded it live in one of my favorite venues on the earth which is lestats and you've heard my ep from lestats and this is his album live at lestats and you can get that from his website uh you can get it from itunes etc and uh he's just he gives away his cds at, at shows you know offers them for donations and stuff he's he's on the level he knows where he knows where it's going this guy is a an educated man he, he's good with words he uh, loves correcting people when they're wrong, <laughs> especially when Rob D said something that was wrong when he said I've written a song called Self-Depreciating Hip-Hop or whatever it was, and uh, Kenny Yang's just like, that's not right. Um, but the man let me sleep on his couch, and uh, and they tiptoed around me as they woke up, so I'm forever in their debt. Uh, him and his girlfriend, Ashley, fucking amazing people. 
And uh, that's what this is all about, right? This is what top music's all about. I was talking to Easy last night. It's the like I'm already living the dream. People who um, some people need to change their idea of what making it means because I've made it, man. Like I've played in San Diego. I play in other states. I'm selling records over in Utrecht, where my mum was born, in Holland. Uh, people, you know, people are buying my album all over the world, and not not heaps. You know, I, I could be richer. I'm not rich at all. I'm not even making any money. But I'm living the dream, right? And so is Kenny. He's playing. Rob Dees. He's playing. Isaac Chong. He's playing. Jared Pedoto, Daniel Papik. They're all playing. Thank you guys very, very We've much. We've all made it. No worries, Kenny. No worries. You're welcome, buddy. I wasn't at this show, but you are more than welcome, mate. Uh, all right, that's it for me. Uh, seriously, it's about the journey. Uh, it's We're already living the dream, so don't get down on yourself about it. I don't know, what, I don't know who I'm talking to. I guess, I don't know. I'm just feeling good about stuff. I'm going to go play my guitar. I'm going to go play my guitar because then I can... There's nothing like a new new guitar for writing songs. Like, I reckon I'm going to write about 17 crap songs and one great one in about 10 minutes. Uh, so I'll see you next week. Next fortnight, sorry. And uh, you might even see me with a new song on YouTube pretty soon. Probably not, though, because I tend to wait a while. Make sure I really like the song. All right. It's been silent for too long. Thanks, Kenny. Thanks, guys. Tell your friends about me, please. Twitter, Bronny Brothers. Uh, I mean, Bronny, Bronny Brothers Twitter is just like, hey, new episode up. And the Bronny Brothers Facebook is like, hey, new episode up. So I'm not too phased that you guys haven't liked it yet. That's fine. Because I understand. It's pretty boring. It's just like, hey, let us let you know. But follow me on Twitter, Bronny Bronny. Follow me on Facebook. Uh, just hang out with me. It's what I'm here for. Tell your friends, please. If, if any of your friends are, are, are aspiring musicians and, and don't know how to get started or have any questions or you think anyone would benefit from uh, these stories that these musicians tell, and uh, then please holler at me. Next episode's actually with a comedian. I wanted to get a comedian's point of view on the whole uh, creative life, um, trying to make a buck as a creative person and, and, and uh, you know, producing your own material, etc. Um, so that's going to be slightly different. It's going to be funny, hopefully, because, I mean, that's what he's supposed to be, right? All right. I'll see you later, guys. Bye. Ronnie. Oh, sorry. Peace and carrots. Um, and what's my other catchphrase? Let me bother you some more. <laughs> sorry, it's been a month.